worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello! Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Wednesdays, so we have bag milking today. Yeah, Grant talk Johnson. some Oilers hockey. We got a couple of things. Oh, he's excited. We also want to chat with him about the price of food and drink at Rogers Place went up again. Every year after the first, you know, game, so there was a game on Sunday at, at Rogers, people always take a picture of the concessions, like, here's what it is this year, everybody. Yeah. And so that's gone viral. So it's up again, which yeah. makes sense. I mean, they need Daryl, things are tight, right? Can't run a team without raising the concessions every year. But also, things are tight for Daryl. Yeah, right. I know. You know, I mean, we... I feel... Like the rest of Edmonton, I feel bad about <laughs> the economy and what it must have done to his bottom line. And yeah, he needs that money. You know, so I mean, I mean you can you can afford thirty dollars for a beer and a burger. Why not? Like, yeah. just keep spending, Edmonton. <laughs> keep giving him your money. And you know what? Pretty soon, when he catches up, he's going to reduce the cost of everything. Look at that. It's going to come down. He lost $200 million last year. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Still got a few billion, but... It's our job to make sure that we make that $200 million (laughs) back for him in the preseason. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, that interview that we did with Trey Ford that we weren't able to run yesterday because we ran out of time, we'll run that in the 8 o'clock hour. I liked him. Yeah. I, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan, yeah. Jimmy's Cash at 7.15, as always, as well. Chance to win 500 bucks. The show's getting closer. Saturday, baby. You're going to have sneak drinks into it, hey? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm not dying. Tape a Mickey to your thigh. Uh, I will be strapping everything in, like, yeah. Uh, Pooping. <laughs> You're testing out the prison wallet. Welcome to the locker room. This is something that's going viral. I would, I would say maybe. Oh yeah, for sure. This was international news. Yeah, bunch of people sent it to me yesterday. So when you are a pilot in the Air Force, and I don't think this is exclusive to the Canadian military. I think this is a thing, right, with all militaries. Mm-hmm. You get a call sign. Goose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Goose, Maverick. Yeah, yeah exactly. Merlin. And a lot of times there's like a word or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then there's a, like a number. And I guess this guy decided to create his own. You get a sign, a call sign. Yeah, usually it's four letters and then a number. Yeah. In, in the Canadian, maybe it's different in other Air Forces. Maybe mm-hmm. people that are um, have military background um, can correct us on that. But he was flying a pilot. He's an Air, a Royal Canadian Air Force pilot yep. flying a CF-188 Hornet. Mm-hmm. And he came in and... In the United Kingdom. And he, and he made his call sign 69. <laughs> <laughs> Broadcast globally. Yeah. <laughs> 
and they're referring to it as a inappropriate incident. <laughs> I think he did it as a joke and then forgot to change it back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we used to do that with. Um, can I compare it to what, back in the Zoom days of yeah. COVID when you would get drunk on Zoom and then change your name? Yeah, and then the next time you'd log in for like work, your name would still be. <laughs> oh, I've done that. <laughs> Me in the corner. <laughs> Actually, that's 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 a good reference. So people are upset about this. I I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean. I think it's even funnier that we're mad about this, but it is what it is. So we're going to do a topic this morning. Start thinking about yours, okay, guys? Your call we'll, sign. Yeah, we'll do our call signs. I've got one. I think mine's yep. probably fairly obvious. Jimmy is will be a Star Wars-related For thing sure, or something. Yeah. You get to pick your call sign this morning. <laughs> 69 taken. The locker room topic of the day. It's turned into a bit of an international incident. A Royal Canadian Air Force pilot used an inappropriate call sign for his flight in the UK, and it was 69. Everyone's up in arms. <laughs> so we're picking our own call, call signs this morning. This text, um, 420, but like F-O-U-R, oh, 20. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. That's smart. Um, Steven, D-O-E-B. He's an Englishman, so D- dirty old English. Oh, D- he, oh, dirty old bastard? Yeah, dirty old English. Bastard. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, and then uh, Mike actually came out with some for us. He said Locker would be Loudmouth, I would be Renslip, and Jimmy would be Preston. Took me a bit to figure out Renslip. Renslip, what's Renslip? Pilsner backwards. That is bizarre. Yeah. You're wearing your Pilsner. And I'm wearing a Pilsner hoodie today. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen you in that in a long time, no. too. Ren slip. That's Ren a, slip. I like that. That's yeah. creative. The locker room topic of the day. All right, we need your call signs. Scuba Steve texted in, and he would be BRWY12, his homage to Broadway Joe Namath. Okay. He loves Joe Namath, but not. I don't think he cares about him as a player. Just more the drunk, the, more the drunken sideline interviews. And, yes, I want to kiss you. <laughs> Rubbing her hair. That's a good out on the topic. Yeah. Thank you, Scuba. The locker room only on cruise. Jimmy, yeah, click that link. Jimmy's always had a. Soft spot for old Shania Twain. Is it a soft spot? Or a hard spot? Oh, it's definitely the second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you love Shania. You always have. Oh, scroll down. Who's Oh, uh, I'm scrolling. Hopefully Jimmy's dead of sadness. <laughs> Gonna be a little happier today. Stop it! That's, yeah. <laughs> So she, you sent him this link because she posted a, a picture. She's wearing a see-through dress. It's a bit of a trend right now. Yeah, I guess ladies are wearing like um, dresses where y- you can see what they're wearing underneath of it. Yes. Right? If, it's, yeah. if it's a bra and panties thing or whatever, maybe nothing. Seems to be a 
common occurrence, maybe a fashion trend or something. She, um, 57. She's looking good. She's insane. She's, um, I think she's crazy. She's, she's that crazy auntie that yeah. drinks a lot of wine now. Yeah, wasn't yeah. it like um, the Super Bowl that she was? Grey like, Cup. Oh, Grey Cup. She performed at the Grey Cup, remember, in, in and Ottawa. She came in on the dog sled and everything. And, and she was just blitzed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you pretty sure she was, she was drunk. The thing I've noticed about her lately, she's doing a residence, I think, right now. In, she has yeah, for she's quite been a few doing this for a long time, but she's, she's on tour right now, too. Is she? Okay. Yeah, she was in Edmonton not that long ago. She's got a new album out. Two shows here. Right? And um, there was a... There was a moment there where she was, she had that puffy look. Do you know what I? You, you know what I mean? Like she may have been doing oh. some some substances she probably shouldn't yeah. be doing, and she had a puffy looking face. That seems to have gone. Mm. I've heard her shows aren't very good. Okay, they're not. Yeah, and most people that I talked to that went to the the Edmonton ones are like, we're not even sure it was Shania out there on stage. <laughs> It didn't sound like her. It didn't look like her. <laughs> I saw that picture on Instagram last night, and I was like, well, we'll make Jimmy's day. Make Jimmy's but day tomorrow morning. Yeah, he'll be riding picture's a bus. a good one, but I think my favorite oh, okay. We don't is, need to know what your spank the- bank is. And now, The Locker Room presents Star Wars News. Now, your host for Star Wars News, James P. White. Sorry, I just need to jump in quickly. We need an update as to where the Jedi Jimmy podcast is at because... Uh, Last weekend was a heavy drinking weekend, so (laughs) I didn't get a podcast done. So so what is happening is this Friday... You can't even make this (laughs) This Friday, episode 61 is coming out, and then Sunday... Of the Jedi Jimmy podcast, and then episode 62 is coming out Sunday, so you're getting a double whammy. Sunday, Sunday. Because uh, then it'll cover episodes six and seven. And we're almost done, right? There's only There's eight. only one more left. The finale is, is, next? Uh, is next. And Tuesday. you have a, a massive announcement regarding that. I, we're going to unite massive. all the Star Wars Sound fans. Sound the alarm. Yes, everybody, whether you're a Star Wars fan or just a fan of the locker room, I am going to be watching it Facebook Live, the no final way. episode, at Get 7 o'clock no next Tuesday. And I'm going to be dressed in some kind of Star Wars outfit, playing with my lightsabers. Ew. So, all right. So there you go. Watch um, Jimmy play with his lightsabers. Do you have a t- time? When is it? So 7 o'clock time? p.m. next Tuesday. Mountain Standard Time. you got to make Mountain sure you Standard get that time. in there. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. So We're those who are listening in... You know, Ontario, Ontario BC. <laughs> don't want to miss that. All right. Set Facebook your Live. Calendars, you want to watch Jimmy watch TV. <laughs> That's it. With, with his lightsabers. <laughs> oh, my God. The Locker Room News. According to the Canadian Food Bank's inaugural, uh, inaugural poverty report, which was just released, 7 million Canadians are struggling to put food on the table right now because of the high cost of living and uh, everything else. In the report, most provinces received a D grade. That's what Alberta received when it came to tackling poverty. Um, Quebec did the best. They had a B, and then I think it was Newfoundland had an F. Well, they get all um, 
a 42% of the population feels of the population feels financially worse off compared with last year. Yeah. 2.8 million Canadians are living in poverty. So that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And yeah, seven million Canadians say we're struggling to put food on the table right now. So we've had this conversation multiple times. I don't know what the answer is. I, I don't think it's a silver bullet solution anymore. I think that um, we need to do more to take care of. It drives me insane when I see. Somebody step up to a podium and make an announcement about millions and billions of dollars going one way or the other. And I don't know, you kind of look around and go, well, and I, it, it, there's, there's money. I don't want to sound like a don't. trope, but don't I, worry. Trudeau had us sit down with all the CEOs of grocery stores. So I'm sure we'll, we'll that'll fix see it. the fruit of that conversation soon. Yeah. I think yeah. the, best way to help you know the food uh, crisis here in alberta is give more money to quebec but you know you're not helping jimmy (laughs) you should be ashamed of yourself you might be making things worse (laughs) come on let's give more money to quebec ah you know what honestly um we're not getting into a transfer payments conversation no I, I, we're doing something wrong. We, we definitely are. The The homelessness is increasing. I have a friend that works at the food bank, and he's he's told me multiple times. It's, it's insane. Mm-hmm. You would not believe how many people... But, but the real question is, the system's broke, yeah. but what can we do to fix it? That's the question. Well, like and again, a lot of people, like, a lot smarter than this show, sit down on a regular basis and are trying to help, and and it's not working. the The numbers of people that are living on the street and mm-hmm. and in jeopardy. Not even just people on the street, just people struggling. Like just struggling. Like even, I know, even families that you know they have two two people working in their household are still struggling to I've put food of, on the I've, table. I know people who are like, I don't eat breakfast anymore just to save some money. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I was talking to a friend on the golf course. He was like, I have to make a choice some days. Do I smoke or do I eat? <laughs> Smoking always wins. <laughs> and he said, and then he took a cigarette out of his pocket <laughs> and lit it. Today goes, is a smoking Today's day. Today is a smoking day. <laughs> Get ready. You're about to play to win Jimmy's cash. You're going to lose. Please. Okay, we got Tracy on the line with us. Tracy's going to get her son Jordan to help her out. That is allowed. It's 25 seconds, five questions if they get them all right. 500 bucks, and Tracy's got a big truck bill to pay. So she's looking forward to walking away with some of Jimmy's funds here today. All right. Tracy? Yep. Are you ready on your end? I'm ready. Let's okay. do this thing. All right. Now, um, what we'll do is we're going to fire off the, the 25 seconds here. The only other thing that I want to make sure that we mention is if it's a name of a person, you have to use the full name. Full name. Okay. Yep. All right. Grant, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Jordan, are you ready? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. What's the capital of Canada? Ottawa. Who introduced the equation E equals MC squared? Albert Einstein. Who founded the Ford Motor Company? Pass. Who started the wellness and lifestyle company Goop? Goop? Pass. 
Metallica lost Cliff Burton on this day. What instrument did he play? Sorry, say again. Oh. I missed that. Oh. Um, so Henry Ford started Ford. Yeah. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow started Goop, <laughs> and then Cliff Burton played bass. Sorry, sorry, but Jordan did help you out on that one question. Yeah, we did hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So school's been paying I, I wouldn't have got that one. Albert Einstein, yeah. how would you not get E equals MC squared? I even know what E equals MC squared stands for. Okay. That, yeah, that's not G equals mass times the speed of light squared. <laughs> uh, all right. Sorry, Tracy. Listen, try again. Yesterday, you would have won, right? That's right, yeah. Today, the questions weren't geared towards your knowledge base, but we'll try again, okay? Good luck, my Sounds friend. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. I've got some bad news, my friends. We as a country, the country of Canada, has been canceled by Rob Schneider. <laughs> it's over for us. Rob Schneider is, you know, understandably upset about the Nazi mistakenly being welcomed into Parliament last week. And because of the mistakes of our idiot politicians, <laughs> Rob has cancelled all of us. He was written us all off. Uh, he was supposed to be coming here on tour, and that's not happening now. He announced he's cancelling all of his dates. <laughs> it's too bad for us, too, because have you seen Rob Schneider stand up? It's great. He just does an hour of all his best one-liners from Adam Sandler movies. Oh, no, we suck again. <laughs> all the classics. For years now, uh, you know, we've been driving around with our F. Trudeau bumper stickers, doing everything we can to get Justin the Terrible Trudeau to step down. That's Rob's nickname for him. To be free of his reign of terror. But now Trudeau has crossed a line. Because of Trudeau's actions and what happened in Parliament, Canadians are going to be deprived of Rob Schneider as the animal. Enough is enough. We don't need Rob Schneider to cancel shows in Canada. Rob, if you're listening, we need you here fighting with us, shoulder to shoulder. Come on, Rob. Don't make me say it. Okay. You can do it. The Grant Report is brought to you by our locker room merchandise. Make yourself the employee of the month. Buy a shirt today. Text us now for the link to shop. You can do it. Come to the locker room. Hey, how are you? Ed the Sock here on Much Music. Hey, everybody. Ask me how I am. How are you? I'm pissed off. So we had Ed the Sock on. Remember that? Yeah, a few years ago, he made a comeback. And he was doing like a cross Canada tour, I believe. Or something. So, uh, yeah. Ed the Sock. If you don't know Ed the Sock, I mean, back in the much music days, he was literally a sock puppet that smoked a cigar. Um, and he'd have a hot tub party show. I remember watching that late nights as a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, my memory of Ed the Sock is. Like, I'm trying to place him in my mind, like, what he represented. And See, it, I don't remember him being political. As no. A, I just remember him being, like, kind of a funny, just a sock. It's a stupid Like, it bit. was kind of, I mean, I don't know if he ripped off the Conan one or Conan ripped him, ripped him off. Because Conan had a similar thing, right? Yeah, yeah. He, uh, the, the dog, the, what yeah. was the dog called? You're right, though. Oh, yeah. 
something the champion dog what what the hell was triumph it? the insults to triumph dog. the inf- insults yeah. i think they came out around the same time if yeah. i'm not mistaken but i could be way off on that doesn't matter we, we had ed the sock on and i like i've literally blocked the interview out of my mind because i don't remember what happened if he mm-hmm. was himself like the guy behind the sock or if he was ed the sock or w- what we talked about it just it was not a good interview it was mm-hmm. not entertaining at all and i remember at that point i remember saying to myself okay never get ed the sock back on the show again yeah and we haven't right and listen Everybody has their thing. They go through life. Things change you. Like, I'm not judging. I'm just saying it is for what we do. It just didn't work. And what I had my idea of what Ed the Sock would be if we had an interview with him, that did not happen. And I remember we punched out. I think it was like, normally, we'll, like, we got an interview coming up with Trey Ford that we recorded yesterday. Right, mm-hmm. we were supposed to have him on for five minutes. We ended up talking to him for like fifteen. Yeah, right, because he's just a good guy. He's just easy a, to talk. Yeah, to. easy. Anyway, the sock interview didn't go well, but at that time, I started following him on Twitter, and I have not unfollowed him for no other reason than I'm blown away by what he does. It's so <laughs> bizarre. Like he fights with people on Twitter. Yeah. All day long it's weird some like, people love it i don't know how do people put themselves through that it, it, i think it's a sickness honestly i think yeah. i think it's mental illness and i, I mean obviously a guy that was pretending to be the sock for <laughs> yeah. years might not necessarily be, not be all there anyway yesterday i realized because i saw a tweet from ed the sock he was fighting with theo flurry <laughs> and I follow Theo Fleury because, well, he's crazy, too. He's very entertaining because so, he was so out there. Every once in a while, I'll see stuff that he's on. And he's on Twitter all day. All day. He wakes fighting. up, starts fighting with people, and that's all his day. day. That's yeah. his day. And then I had a moment where I realized, hold on. Okay, what's worse? Pretending to be a sock Two, pretending to be a sock and fighting with Theo Fleury, being Theo Fleury, mm-hmm. or being me and realizing you follow a guy pretending to be a sock and Theo Fleury. <laughs> as a self-aware human being, I am putting myself in the mix as somebody that may have an equal problem. You're, you're right in there watching I'm it right all. right in yeah. there watching a sock fight with a guy who took too many pucks to the head and now thinks every conspiracy theory on the planet is real. Yeah. Right? Twitter is a weird place and mm-hmm. I got to I got to get out of it. It's Every a strange strange place. Sometimes. I will get sucked and, and since I've been on TikTok, yeah. That's another one and you called it cuz I avoided TikTok. Yeah. For years, it sucks your time. And then my my daughter was like, "I want to do a dance video with you, Dad." And she was coming to town, and I'm a you know I'm You're a pushover, softy. I'm yeah. a softy. So I did this stupid dance video with my daughter, and she said, "You got to get TikTok and put it on." And I don't even remember the song, but it doesn't matter. We did it when we were camping a month ago, and I have been sucked into TikTok. Mm-hmm. I will sit. 
I literally my legs were numb the other day. I'll go take a dump and I'll have TikTok on. Yeah. And I'll finish and I'll just sit there and I'll watch TikTok videos. <laughs> Do you think the whole Twitter thing and people fighting so much was uh amplified? When Trump started, yeah, uh, no, I think it it got worse. I'd I'd say so. He was definitely because like he, he had you were fuel constantly on Twitter when it came to him. But I'll say this: he said some of the dumbest things. Like Rob Reiner is another one. I'm yeah. like I loved Rob Reiner movies: Stand by Me, Spinal Tap, Princess Bride, Harry Met Sally. All in the Before family. Before Donald Trump, Rob Reiner was not on Twitter all day. Yeah. Now he is literally waking up, going on his Twitter and fighting. To fight with people. Donald. Like you're Rob Reiner. Why are you spending your day? You like. <laughs> yeah. You did Spinal Tap. Yeah. Get off Twitter. Go write a movie. Yeah. You do something creative. Yeah. It's it's an issue. It it really is. I'm I'm not like I said. I I'm not saying I'm not part of the problem. I totally am. But I don't get into like I'm not gonna go in and have a. Th- have a four-hour fight with Theo Fleury. No, but you'll fight with people about bike lanes. Okay, that's different. (laughs) Welcome to the Locker Room. Joining us this morning on the Locker Room, we're very excited to have Trey Ford from the Edmonton Elks. We appreciate your time today. Trey, you're on your way to the to the kids' library. Uh, yeah, taking my daughter to one of the sing-sign classes. So she, she's going to have a good time. She usually goes to about two or three a day. So. I guess the yeah, answers are question about what you're doing on the bye week. The bye week's a little different for you. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Just, you know, with the wife and the baby. So, uh, Where are you from, Trey? From Niagara Falls, Ontario. Is it safe to assume... Maybe this isn't a thing anymore, but it might have been a thing back in the day. But are Canadians often not trusted in the QB position in football in general? Did you have some battles with that? That sort of perception? I think there's definitely a little bit of bias just based on the fact that there's not a lot of Canadian quarterbacks in the CFL right now currently. I'm the only one that's actually like in the league that's been Canadian University. I haven't played NFL football style at all my entire career. I've never really played the four down football. I've always kind of played three. That's where I feel like me and Nathan are a little bit different as he had the the D1 opportunity. I try not to think there's bias though too because I also don't want to go in there and think I'm at a disadvantage and think, oh, these guys have mm-hmm. a better chance because, you know, they're American and I'm Canadian. So, I mean, I think it's definitely there in the sense that there's not a lot of representation for Canadian quarterbacks in the CFL, but mm-hmm. I also just don't like to think about it because I'm a competitor. Yeah, yeah that's a good way. That's, yeah. that's a great way of handling it though, Trey. We've been um, trying to come up with nicknames for you on the show because we saw... I don't, do you have any nicknames? Cause the headline was fabulous Ford. That's pretty good, but you got to play off the Ford name, don't you? So I was calling you Ford escape for a while. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any that you like? I don't have a, a nickname. My name's kind of just, it's too short. Nobody's ever really tried to give me a nickname, right? Like Trey yeah. and then Ford's four le- or four letters, two or three and four. So it's not a long name to begin with. So I've never really had uh, a nickname or anything like that. No, we'll keep working on it. Yeah, we'll We're keep... trying to play off the Ford thing for Raptor escape. Well, he's got a good point. He's got yeah. a cool name. Mustang. Already. You don't need a nickname. And sports guys are the worst at giving nicknames. <laughs> if you're a hockey player, they just call you Fordsy. 
<laughs> yeah, well, uh, who was it one babe that made the, the Ford Escape joke? Oh, I guess my wife read something on Twitter and said, like, I should do a commercial with Ford Escape and be like yeah. running back in the pocket or whatever. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So yeah. not, a, not a bad idea if it leads to an endorsement deal. Trey, how many times a week does somebody pull you aside and say that you should do something to change the name of the Elks back to what they used to be? <laughs> or do they just not even have that conversation with you? Honestly, they don't even have the, the conversation. Really, I mean, oh, I, I've talked to a couple people and they're like, they, they won't refer to them as the Elks. They'll just refer to them as the Eskimos. Oh, yeah. And, okay. And I, like, I still know what they're like, you no, know, you know what they're talking about, right? I mean, I've definitely heard things about, oh, we got to change the name back because the curse, especially since the, the two home wins that we had back to back or whatever it was. I think a lot of people are a lot less on, oh, we need to change the name back. I think now they're just happy we're winning games again. Mm -hmm. The curse is broken. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You actually had a lot to do with that. I think the conversation is going to stop, man. We got it every time we mentioned the hey. name. Anytime we mention it on air, just yeah. start rolling in, but that's slowed down. <laughs> that's sure. been slowed down yeah, a little bit. So. Now, now that you guys are winning, feel a lot better <laughs> around the locker room, the team, since uh, the curse was lifted. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I remember last year, actually, it was really funny. There was like, we had a couple guys walking around the stadium, like they were like burning sage and stuff, <laughs> doing all kinds of funny stuff. Um, yeah, no, the locker room has definitely been more energetic. Just, I think those wins just really helped. I mean, starting off 0 and 9 and felt like we had a good enough team to compete and we you know we just weren't getting wins like oh and nine sometimes it comes down yeah. to luck but oh and nine is like that's just not luck that's just teams yeah. are just better than us at that point but now we were able to kind of flip the switch after that first bye week and be able to get some wins and i think it definitely helped the morale of the team we had a chance to go down a couple of months back month and a half back to to film a video with i think it was punter punter yeah and we did a little stupid little video and um we were on the field and we were walking through the back to get so we were walking through your guys's training facility and everything okay. and we noticed that quite a few players have been buying the scooters the electric scooters to get to the stadium to get to the stadium guys that live in town and i'm wondering are you part of the scooter gang trey with the uh no sitting in my car right now so uh my, my wife usually drops me off in the morning then she takes the car so she can drive the baby all over the place and yeah. it picks me back up later in the day so I've, i feel like the scooter though is not a bad investment for the guys like who are up here and don't want to get a car i mean yeah. those scooters can really move those things blow. Like I, I swear, I've seen people going like 30, 40 kilometers an hour on those things. Oh yeah. And I mean, when you're only a, you know, when you're a couple kilometers away from the the stadium, you hop on that. It's probably like a five minute ride. You charge it. You don't really have to pay for gas. So I mean, it, it's a win win actually. I have one. We moved downtown from the suburbs, my wife and I, and we we love it. So I was very drawn to the idea that uh, <laughs> that uh, a bunch of the Elks were were part of my scooter. Uh, club that I, I now consider myself part of. We did get some questions, Trey, from some listeners. Who's the most positive person in the Elks dressing room? It doesn't even have to be a player. Shoot, we have like a lot of good just personalities in general, but the one I would say that probably stands out for me would be Manny. And I mean, Manny always stands out in a lot of categories just mm -hmm. because I think all the experience he's had. So he's just positive in the sense that won a lot of games. He, he's lost a lot of games. It's just, it comes with 
you know, the, the age, right? So he's had yeah. all that experience and he always has a word to say whether, you know, things are going great or things are going poorly. He always kind of leads the team in the right direction with, you know, his words of wisdom. Um, next question was, what's the most annoying question you get asked by reporters? And it can be <laughs> one from this interview too. <laughs> <laughs> the name most change. Most annoying question. It would probably just be when people repeat questions over and over and over again, like you ask the same question, just different yeah. way, like three, four times in a row. Again, like I, this was my eighth start, I think it was. There hasn't really been a ton of questions to ask me. You know, I, I haven't been in the league for very long. Yeah, so uh, every question still kind of new for me. Most annoying would probably be the streak from home losing streak. I'm like, <laughs> I was just got on the team last year. I wasn't even here for most of the losing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the team and a second part of that would be you yourself need to work on moving forward to have some success. And I think the irony of that 0-9 start is that you guys actually still have a sniff of, of a chance at the playoffs this year. But what do you think that number one thing is that you guys need to work on? Well, me, I think I just need to develop more in the pass game and, you know, getting the ball out quicker versus blitzes and giving our receivers more opportunity. That's definitely one just from my angle, but I feel like we just need to, we've been saying all year, we just have to play four quarters. Like offensively, if you look at the last game, even defensively, we didn't perform super great in that first quarter. I mean, we gave up 21 points in the first quarter. I think the defense might've got a pick six. I think that was in the first quarter. Yeah. So then it was like, it was 21 to seven, but offensively, we didn't do anything. Defensively, we gave up 21 points, but then after that first quarter, we played a good three quarters. And then if you look back earlier this season, it's like, we play a good first half, and then we come out second half just depleted, not mm -hmm. playing good football. So I think once we're able to do that and be able to play four quarters, like I think we're going to be a dangerous. Even if you look at our last five games, like I feel like a lot of them have come down to that fourth quarter. I thought we have played pretty decent in that fourth quarter, but if we're able to play a full game, like we play that fourth quarter, I think a lot of the games aren't even close and we're able to win a lot more games. Totally. Jimmy, you want to ask a question? Do you have any pull on lowering the price of beer for the last home game? <laughs> no, I'll see what I can do. It's something that I wouldn't really vouch for because I don't drink anyways. Uh, so, oh. you know, I wouldn't be, oh, you got to bump the prices up. I'm telling them to bump it up just for you. <laughs> uh, listen, man, you've made this team exciting to watch, Trey. And, and I, I know you're a team guy, and I know it's not all about uh, about you, but it's it's been a fun last couple of months here with you in that in that pivot spot. Um, we wish you all the luck as the season closes down, and um, and uh, thanks for your time today. We really really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, take care, brother. Yeah. On air, online, and on our app. Welcome to the locker room. So I have said out loud that I want to live to a hundred. Jimmy doesn't really think about this because he's in his early twenties right now. So yeah. it's no, it's I'm not, just uh, we, I'm, I'm just not midlife yet. Jimmy's yeah, Jimmy. What are you? Forty eight. 48 now? 49 this year. Um, 49 this year, but I'm not 49 yet. A couple years ago, we mentioned that you were middle-aged and you were actually offended. <laughs> like, not just as a bit on the show, you were like, no, but no, I'm not. <laughs> How then, old do you think you're going to live to? Then we explained what middle age meant. Yeah. <laughs> halfway through your life. As and a kid, anyway, oh. I'm not halfway. <laughs> not halfway there, man. <laughs> All right. And then, Grant, you're you're kind of one of those, ah, if I get to 80, she's pretty good. My grandpas were in their 80s. My um, one grandma's still alive. She's 96, 97. So she's I've doing got, well. She's got the tough, thin blood. We got quite a few people that 
um, that managed to get into the 90s mm-hmm. in my family. And one over 100. My And she outlived everybody. Yeah. Um, my grandfather's mother lived until she was 104. Mm. Yeah. And I think they put her in a home when she was 98. She took a tumble down the steps. Didn't really hurt herself. Yeah. Um, that was the one that I was telling you about that used to, before she went to bed and, and when she got up in the morning, she had a little little five-minute exercise routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she would do like these like jumping jacks jump and jack touch her toes. Things. And uh, the other thing she did was she had a, a shot of schnapps mm. um, every night, too, before she went Put to bed. Her, puts her to sleep. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, there's this doctor saying in a decade, in 10 years, we'll be living to 120. That that will be a way more the common normal. occurrence. Um, he said it would be yeah, living a full, and he's not saying like being decrepit, like living till you're one twenty. Yeah, no, he's saying living a full, healthy life to one hundred and twenty will be attainable um, in in the next decade. Um, mm. He says stem cells are going to be a big part of that. Yeah. Um, so did you read the article? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I, listen. I don't want to sound like an idiot, but I I really don't know what stem cell therapy. I, I know there's probably different forms of it. I know I've heard of people getting it shot into their necks and stuff. Yeah, but people I will don't, do it for injuries to like regenerate muscles and all I really sorts of don't things. know yeah. what it is. Do you have a really good handle on what it is? Uh, something in the body that they take out and then they put back into you. And I don't really know. To be honest, I know that it was controversial for a while because they used to use like embryos for it. Placenta? I don't, or- I don't think they do that anymore. Okay. So I think the controversy's kind of gone. But off the start, it was very like. If you were pro-life, you did not get stem cells. Um, okay. I, th- I think they do it in a different way now, um, but I don't know a lot about it. I just hear hear a lot about it, people getting stem cell treatments and, yeah. and athletes The problem I have with it is they're always going to Ecuador, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, and then getting on a Jeep and then getting on a boat and paddling into the jungle for seven days. Part of that and is then, because of where they were getting the stem cells from. The it, clinic, wasn't a, it wasn't the legal. The clinic grant is fine. It's like <laughs> you only have to spend a couple of days there, yeah. and then you got to paddle back. It, it's one of those. It always seems like that conversation because um, it's not approved in the United States or yeah. North America. Do we do it in Canada? I think we do. Yes, we do. It's very experimental. I know there's some stem cell therapy revolving around cancer treatments. I do know that. And I know someone that was taking stem cells uh, in his knees because he had really bad knees and it helped regenerate the You got to pay for it, tissue. too. Yeah, you got to yeah. pay for it, too, in Canada. Okay. Um, so, anyways, they're saying with that, we could be living and working until 120. Most of the comments were like, I'm out. I don't want to work till I'm 120. <laughs> like, what? No thanks. <laughs> well, the interesting thing for me, because I, I read the article, right? And then it got to a picture of the guy that's making the claims. Yeah. And pictures someone who owns a Corvette. Yeah. Might be a swinger and started his own church where at noon all the women have to go rub his feet. That's him. That's the guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, all right, you I don't, don't know, I don't know if I life. want to keep reading. You don't want to live that life. <laughs> you saw the picture, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? He looks good. He looks like a guy that owns a Corvette. He's 108. He's a swinger <laughs> or has a church. It's not a or cult, All Grant. three. It's not a cult. Yeah.
some big, heavy hitters in the world of sports here in Edmonton on the show today. Trey Ford, last hour, this hour, bag milk, Oilers mm-hmm. Nation. Um, <laughs> same, same. Same, same. <laughs> yeah. Local celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. start with the Heritage Classic jerseys. You saw those yesterday. I want your thoughts because we, we um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, so the jerseys themselves, I really like the jerseys. I think it's a nice throwback to back in the day. I get what they were trying to do. It looks like those old school jerseys that they were throwing back to. It keeps the Oilers kind of the current Oilers vibe within it. They did something a little bit different than just slapping new colors on the existing kit. So I do like the jerseys. Not really a fan of the pants and gloves. Like again, oh, okay. I they're trying to they're trying to go like the old school brown. Like that's all leather. Used to look like back yeah. in the day, but like hey, it's twenty twenty three. Like nobody cares. Um, that's my thought. I got roasted on Twitter for it because <laughs> a lot of people like the pants, but I just. Everything else but the pants and the gloves. I was super into. See, I like the pants and the gloves, and I don't like the jerseys. I don't like that logo. Um, hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of the number right in the middle of the the that stomach. Yeah, I don't know. That is, is that right. an old school thing? Like, is that like they used to put the numbers on the front? That I don't know. I have no idea. I've but never me, seen it. Also, yeah. like the logo seems like it's a little bit too low. Like mm. just, you know, three four inches too low. That's so it's bothering my OCD. Did the Oilers ever wear Cooperalls? No, I don't think so. I don't so. believe so, but they no. damn it, they should have. Because <laughs> the, the Flyers did, the Whalers did. did, and I was like hoping ha- that maybe at some point the Oilers did so they could wear Cooper Rolls for the game. Didn't Haps? They might have, yeah. Listen, the thing with Cooper Rolls is I've always read, and again, I could be wrong. This could just be like one of those internet things that's out there that Cooper Rolls got taken away as almost like a safety thing because they were too slippy and slidey on the ice and guys are crashing. I remember reading that, Listen, yeah. It's 2023. Let's advance the technology and bring back Cooperos. Come on. I love the Cooperos. I actually thought the Flames jersey was better than the Oilers. And I hate to say that because I'm not a Flames fan at all. But from the Heritage Classic, comparing the two, I thought the design was better on the Flames jersey. I, I was a little bit triggered by the by the logo. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it is yeah, what it I mean, is. You're not, I don't think that you're the only one that feels that way. There was like the what was interesting to me was how split the reaction was yesterday. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that goes for everything with the others, I suppose. But yeah, it was a very kind of split decision on the jerseys and uniforms. I mean, it's one game, whatever. They're better than the Jets jerseys. Those were awful. I hate the Jets jerseys. Uh, <laughs> Frankly, they're better than the ones. I like these better than the ones that the others wore in the Heritage Classic in Winnipeg a handful of years ago. Those were just basically their normal jerseys. Oh, yeah. Them. So I like that they did something a little mm-hmm. bit different. I always like... I got to give the organization credit. I always kind of like knock them a little bit for just being like New Jersey time. It's the mm-hmm. same logo, just different colors. Go buy one. Um, but at least this time it's a little bit different. They that's true. New. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I wonder if anybody will buy it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, thoughts? Well, I've heard I heard a rumor that you can only get limited names on the back of these things at the at the moment. So I think that's an interesting kind of angle too. So if you want to customize it, you, it could be a battle. Again. Okay. Interesting. So on that topic, new prices at Rogers. Um, <laughs> We're hitting all the hot topics here. <laughs> Go on. Can't uh, wait for this one. Thirty bucks for a burger and a and a beer. How you feeling? I mean, like, uh, so what we've learned here 
is Roger's place. The best thing to do if you want to eat there is eat before you get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, the thing I get that the concessions is contracted out to a third party. I understand all that, but at some point, you just got to kind of look at what you're offering and the people going in and how much money the evening costs, and just kind of like. You know, give them a break. I'm always amazed when I see people eating at the games because it's it's like yeah, it's not like baseball where you're there for seven hours. I'm like grab something to eat before, and it's kind of uncomfortable to eat in those seats, you know, elbow to elbow with everyone, and yeah. trying to eat your messy chicken burger. And I'm like, just drink, spend your but money like, on go the to, booze. Go to a Jays game, like I, I would be in there, and I was looking at the concession stuff, and it, there was a bunch of stuff that was like reasonably priced. Mm-hmm, like, and mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of the new prices for Rogers Place this year, but like last year we were having a lot of fun with the idea that it was like two large drinks and a popcorn was like thirty five dollars or whatever. I'm like the markup on this four thousand percent. Yeah, <laughs> give us a break. It's pretty yeah. wild. It is. It's, um, it's insane. You know what I'm worried about is that people are going to start getting mad at the fifteen year old at the tail. Yeah, it's not their right? fault. They're not setting the prices, right? Like that. That's it's it's out of hand. It it really is. And and listen, I I am the first one to tell everybody we need to do what we can to help Daryl Cates get by in life. <laughs> uh, but at some point there's going to be uh there has to be a point where people start to push back on this. And and they'll do it wrong first, right? By yelling at the fifteen year old. Um, sure. But I mean, we had a guy earlier today saying, "Why don't? Why doesn't everybody just? Because no one's going to stop going to the games. Why doesn't everybody yep. just go to a game, one game, and nobody buys anything? Because you're at a game. You want to have fun. You want to have a drink. You want to right. For most people, it's a big night out. It's something they've saved for. This isn't fun, Grant. <laughs> It's, it's sports. Like speaking of that, we should actually talk hockey. Yeah, how you like feel? I might be I might be going to the games tonight, Locke, and I think like if I do end up going, it's kind of like a fifty fifty if I do or not. But like, I know I'm gonna have beers when yeah, I'm there. You have to. Like I have to. Yeah. I've done it so many times where I'm like I'm not drinking at this concert, and then it's you get there and. Okay, the well, beers taste really good. I will All say of a sudden, this: that magical hockey fairy comes and drops a beer or two or three yeah, or twelve in my hand, and, and all of a sudden, I'm pouring myself into an Uber. Just when you think you're out, <laughs> I will say this, and I clearly have way more self control than the rest of you. Um, but if I went to a game, I wouldn't have six; I just have three. <laughs> how are you Dude, feeling that's about that's growth? That's how, personal growth. How are you feeling about the team so far in the preseason? You like what you're seeing from the young guys? Here's the thing, and I've said this on this like hit it for probably weeks in a row now. The preseason is about too long by half, mm-hmm. and right now, yeah. like it's hard to gauge what's going on, right? Because there's not very many actual regular everyday Oilers in the lineup. So I know this part of the preseason is for the kids and for evaluation and for cuts and all that stuff, but it just feels like. You know, it, it feels like going to watch a karaoke or uh, going to watch a cover band. In a yeah. Way. Like they're yeah. all wearing Oilers clothes, but There's none of them the are Oilers. actually there. Yeah. You know? I get that. Well, and at some point, though, they're going to start to like ease some of the the players into the into the equation here. And, and that might 100%. be tonight. Do we know? Like tonight, I think I think the plan tonight is to have Connor and Leon play tonight. Now, how much okay. they actually play. Is going to be a different question entirely, but I think they're going to be dressing tonight. But we'll see. I just hope they have the Leafs game on. My goodness. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, I, I was I was just hoping that they would get more coverage for the Leafs. Like I can't find them anywhere. <laughs> I saw something on the weekend that kind of gave me some hope for our goalie situation, and maybe I'm reading a little too much into it. But I saw 
some pictures, and I, I, I don't think Jack put them up, but I think his fiance put them up. So he was engaged this year to um, to a, a beautiful young lady, and they went on a trip to Costa Rica. And the pictures were amazing. And obviously, he's you know he's a local celebrity, so it got out that he was out there and that these were up, so it started to get shared. And Jack looked good. He looked he looked relaxed, and I don't know. Got matching tattoos. Can we read anything into some stability in his life, giving him something to to build off of for this for this next season? I man, am I searching I hope here? So, because like you said, Locke, like having him look relaxed is almost like a new thing. At yeah, times. I find that Jack Campbell, like he's the sweetest person. It seems like he just seems like a big, nice teddy bear of a man. But in terms of like being relaxed and chill when things go wrong, like I think that's probably something he has to work on. So I'm hoping you're right. I'm hoping there's a correlation there. I'm hoping that he could do something to be a little bit more chill. Or maybe the Oilers need to invest in one of those thunder coats that dogs wear when they're scared <laughs> when it rains out. Um, something like that to just weighted blanket. Calm Jack, Jack I sleep with a weighted blanket. Yeah, because I'm insane. It's the most Oiler fan thing we. <laughs> could do is analyze his fiance's vacation photos but 100 like somebody's got to do it, and I'm glad doing it today. i i was a little leery about even talking about it but it's on the yeah, list yeah. what else yeah. but you know what that's the good thing about the wags on instagram though if we want to deep dive into what the players were up to we just got to pop on over to their stuff that's right and everything uh, that's a good way to sign off uh he's his name is bag milk he's from oilers nation he's a local celeb thank you for your time today my friend I might be a quarterback in the ACFL next week, <laughs> next year, so we'll see how it goes. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats, you just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.